Welcome, folks, to the Ronin Rabbit, a Usagi Ojimbo fan podcast. I'm your host, Ed Moore, and there will be spoilers, so keep that in mind moving forward. Uh, there's spoilers every episode, so just make a note. You can tweet me at Teal Productions if you want to leave feedback. Teal is in the color, T-E-A-L. I post the episodes when they go live on the Usagi Ojimbo Fan and Usagi Ojimbo Dojo Facebook pages. The website that I post on, bigtimenoise.com slash Rabbit, has room for comments there. Email is usagipodcast at gmail.com. And there are forums at justanotherfanboy.freeforums.net for long-form discussion, should you choose. Usagi Ojimbo Wanderer's Road, issue number 5 from IDW, on sale March 31st, 2021. The story inside is Teacup. Now, this was originally presented in Usagi Ojimbo, volume 1, issue number 11, on sale September 1st, 1988. And that issue I covered previously on the show, episode 23, that I posted August 23rd, 2012. Dramatis personae include Miyamoto Usagi and Genosuke, his favorite uh, ronin, I guess, mercenary. Now, they're in person. Not in person are the Hokusei uh, Gaishu Tea House, Oware, a teacup craftsman or a porcelain, I guess, uh, if it's porcelain, clay, a cup craftsman, and the Okiihana Tea House, probably also in Gaishu, somewhere in the Gaishu provinces. The cover is another peach Momoko cover. Usagi is shown laying from uh, mid-chest up in a field of dandelions, some of them in full bloom, some of them have gone to seed. Some of the seeds are blowing around in the breeze around him, and Usagi is just laying there looking up at the looking up at the sky, day, daytime sky. That The writer, artist, and letterer is Stan Sakai. Inside colorist is Rhonda Pattison. I believe the colors for the cover are probably supplied by Peach Momoko herself. And let's see, is there a back cover? Nah, no back image. We open the story, Usagi crossing a deep, deep ravine over a bridge. Looking around, birds flying. Hmm. I think I'm nearing the Gaishu provinces. I wonder how Lord Norioki and Tomoe are faring. It would certainly be nice to see them again. What? And he swivels his head quickly, and we hear slash, cut, parry, skewer. I'm not sure what skewer sounds like, but we heard it. And he tops a rise, and, and down on the pathway he sees Genosuke waylaid by five dudes here. One of them, two of them he's already killed, three of them perhaps, and the other two are soon to fall. Ha! Back you, vermin! Gen does what Gen does best, he says. But I must make note over here on the left-hand page. He comes a warrior out of the blue. Ideal his virtue, his sword so true. Defender of the hopeless few, does it alone without a crew. Everyone asks, who is it? Who? Nameless indeed, yet deeds he'd do. Many are the foes he slew. Everyone asks, who is it? Who? Scourge of bandits of tyrants too. Samurai warrior whose blade flew. As enemies sought to make rabbits stew. Growing in spirit, his spirit grew. Everyone knows his name is Gr Usagi. With apologies to Sergio Aragonis, Grew the Wanderer, signed Stan Sakai, Medicant. 
So uh, that was borrowed from Gru the Wanderer, one is to assume. Mr. Sakai has, is, and will continue for probably the life of the book doing the letters for Gru the Wanderer since the very beginning. So he and Mark Avanier and Sergio Aragonis have a uh, a good relationship. Huzzah! Huzzah! Usagi's sitting here on a hill. Clap, clap, clap. What expert swordsmanship? When he's done, Gen looks up and says, What? Usagi? Usagi says, You may be slow of mind, but you're quick with steel. And Gen asks as he's sheathing his sword, How long were you watching me? Why didn't you help? I could have been killed. Why? I ought to mince you into mulch. And Usagi says, Mulch? What's mulch? That must be another uh, Gru illusion. You look like you were doing fine. Was there a reward for these brigands? Unfortunately, no. You see, I've been hired by the great Gaishu tea master, Hokusei, to deliver a priceless teacup made by the famous craftsman Oware. As you know, the teacup is an important part of the spirituality of the tea ceremony, and a rival tea master, Okiihana, wants it and sent these agents after me. As far as I know, these were all the Okii. All that Okii hired, so the rest of the way should be cleared. And that's all Genosuke bringing Usagi and, by extension, us up on the story so far of his. Well, I'm headed for Gaishu territory myself, so I'll be glad to accompany you, Usagi says. Ha! <laughs> Good, I could use the fellowship. Walking panel. Next panel. Hoy, you gentlemen headed for the Gaishu province? I can take you there on my ferry. Cheap! So they bum a ride on the ferry as they're crossing whatever body of water this is. I would assume it's a it's a river of some sort. Usagi notices that it's bubbling in one place. And then the next panel, out of the water jump four men uh, intent on doing harm to somebody. And when you look at the boat, you see that the boatman himself has drawn a sword as well. So the target of all five men now must be Genosuke and Usagi. Uh Boat, fight, 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 panel, panel, fight, 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 uh, everybody's done. Oh, the boat springs a leak with very humorous faces on both Genosuke and Usagi. Sploosh is the panel, and the next, Usagi is walking from out of the water, soaking wet, apparently, and says to Gen, I hate walking back from a boat ride. Gen tells him, if you hadn't cut through the bottom, we wouldn't have had to. What do you mean me? Usagi responds. Little playful banter there after the playful face that we saw. Ha! Now I'm sure we've seen the last of Oki's assassins. What luck! There's an inn where we can dry off. Ho! Innkeeper, food and drink for two! Gen yells. First he says, and then he yells. Nez, Usagi, and Gen are sitting down at the inn to eat and rest. We see a couple kids uh, here on a nearby hill watching them. And both of them are clutching their stomachs and sighing. Gen notices and barks out at him. What are you brats looking at? Go away. You're disturbing us. I'll take care of them, says the um, innkeeper. You kids heard the samurai? Beat it! As he's shaking his fist and the two kids exclaim uh, as they start to take off. But Usagi gets the notice of the innkeeper and says, They're obviously famished. Here, this should buy them a meal. Yes, sir. Bah, what a waste of good money. Next panel, the kids are sitting down eating, and we see Genosuke. Bah. The kids are telling Usagi, Thank you, Mr. Samurai. It's been quite a while since we had last eaten. Oh? Where are your parents? They're both dead, sir, and now my younger brother and I are traveling to the Gaishu lands to live with our uncle, who is a sandal repairman there. But he may not accept us, because he's not rich and with two more mouths to feed. Ah. 
but our main concern is first getting there. We've already taken the wrong road twice. Usagi offers, well, we're heading to the Gaishu provinces ourselves. You'd best come with us. Yay, exclaims the little girl. It's a little girl and a little boy. And Genosuke is within earshot. He yells back, what? And as they're walking in the next panel, well, it's not far. We couldn't leave them to fed for themselves, could we? Ah. Genosuke barks at one of them, and Usagi warns him off. You may not like the kids, Gen, but at least you can be civil to them. Later that night, they're sitting around a fire. The kids are asleep. Usagi and Gen are talking. Gen decides to, to take a break and gets up. He drops the word medicant here in one, one place, which is a Gru the Wanderer word, I believe. I mean, it's a real word, but it's often used by Gru. So Genosuke wanders away from the fire, and he's wondering about what to do about his mission. Um, he has to use Usagi to complete the mission, and he knows that. He doesn't want to tell Usagi, but he doesn't want to use a good friend like this either. Uh, it's not fair, but so he goes back and forth, back and forth, finally deciding, yeah, I want the money. I need the money. I'll use Usagi and get the money. That's cool. Just as he's about to get back to camp, he notices a sound, warns Usagi, and there are more Oki'i henchmen attacking. They drive them off. But before they do, uh, actually, there's a bunch of them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them here. Gen takes out a couple of them, but he tosses Usagi the cup, and he says, Here, get the cup to safety. I'll hold them off. Well, Usagi takes off with the cup, and all of the bandits follow him because they're after the cup which, rather than attempting to save the cup, saves Gen, puts the cup in jeopardy because they all follow Usagi. So he runs away, runs to the edge of a cliff, nowhere to go, turns around, five dudes left, fights them, fight, 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 skull, 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 fight, fight, skull, defeats the last dude, but he continues running. He says, ha, the teacup is still safe. I'll deliver it to Gen. No doubt he'll insist I take half the reward. But then he trips, and we have panel after panel of the cups somersaulting through the air and then crashing onto a boulder, breaking. Oh no, did I err? Air, I guess is what that's supposed to be, air, which is also a, uh, I believe, grew the Wanderer illusion. What have I done? And the ghastly look on Usagi's face is funny. I've destroyed what was entrusted to me. I can do nothing now but confront Gen and atone for my misdeeds. Later in town, he's Usagi's walking very down in the face and, and off to the side here in shadow, we see a barbarian with dual swords strapped to his back walking by, thinking cheese dip. A very obvious Gru the Wanderer illusion, if you know Gru at all. Yo, Ronan! Ha, there you are, Usagi. I've been looking all over town for you. Gen, forgive me. I failed you. The teacup is, is shattered. And Gen starts to laugh. And Usagi says, why do you laugh? Usagi tells him, that was just a cup I took from the roadside in. Worthless as any fool could plainly see. Usagi exclaims, what? You mean I was agonizing over a piece of junk? Why ought to mince you into mulch? And Gen says, what's mulch? Grew illusion, I believe. So they go back and forth. Ha ha. Gen is trying to talk Usagi down. Usagi's wanting to stay upset. They go back and forth. They go to an inn order food. Usagi notices, hey, the, the kids aren't here. And Gen tells him, well, after I delivered the teacup, I took the kids over to their uncle. And Usagi's like, oh, so you completed your mission. Okay, well, uh, I'm going to uh, step over here for a minute. And he decides to leave in an attempt to stick Gen with the bill 
for the food and drink. A little while after walking, Gen catches up and, and shouts him down, Yo, Rodin! And Gen tells Usagi, Usagi told the innkeeper that Gen would pay. Well, at the same time we see here in the panel, we don't see the word balloons, but we see the occurrence. Gen is telling the innkeeper's wife that Usagi will pay. So both of them stepped out on the bill. Both of them were supposed to pay. We also find out that, well, Gen couldn't have paid to begin with because all of the money he made as the reward for completing the teacup mission, he gave to the children's uncle so that the uncle would be assured of taking the kids in and providing for them. So Gen and Usagi continue to wander down the road, and the final panel of the book is a full-page panel where Gen and Usagi are realizing that they have both completely skipped out on the innkeeper's bill, and Usagi is wondering what the innkeeper will do. Well, as they're walking down the path, we are viewing at an angle, and on the right side of the path, behind some boulders, are five soldiers of some sort with the innkeeper exclaiming, dirty deadbeats. And then on the left side of the path, gathered together, also getting ready to attack, are anthropomorphic mock-ups of Mr. Sakai, Sergio Aragonis, Mark Avenier, and Tom Luth, I believe, is the fourth. With here, we're indicated moral. When you cheat someone, you wind up paying with interest. And um, that perhaps also is another um, grew the wanderer illusion that, that Sergio or m- m- uh, Mr. Mark Avenier, Mark whichever it is that actually writes the stories, writes into um, grew stories. All right, let me take a look here. I believe just the one, nope, nope, no terms that we have not been exposed to before, and actually no terms at all in this issue. So uh, it's fun reading these early, particularly as I'm reading the Middling, right, Volume 3, and the Contemporary Books, Volume 4, noticing the difference colored or not in Stan Sakai's artwork. Here in this, the, uh, what did I say this was, the 20th, no, the 11th issue of the first volume of Usagi, the rendering is much more rounded and cartoony and emotive in facial gestures, Um, the, the coloration of eyes and ears and facial expressions. It's much more emotive. So this is much more, I think, of a, a cartoony uh, bent, which that, that's what Mr. Sakai considers himself as a cartoonist. You know, um, I, I don't know. I don't argue. I, I think I understand what people mean when they say cartoonist uh, separate from an illustrator, separate from a, a fine arts type of artist uh, as well. So I think I've got the difference. Um, you know, I'm just a, a medicant, if you will, who reads the books. I, I don't profess to to know much. Maybe I've picked some things up. You know, maybe I've forgotten some things. I don't know. But um, I believe that it's it's a much more uh, – ch- um, I, I don't want to – I don't want to – talk down about the artwork uh, as, as this early artwork, but it's uh, th- the backgrounds are much fuller rendered than the backgrounds are now. Uh, I, I think I can say that much more um, energy is put into the early backgrounds as opposed to now. Now the artwork much more focuses you for in the page rather than back. But this um, Mr. Sakai still is very animated 
I think, in how he draws, and it's still very young reader-centric as far as the style of art. Now, you know, people are still dying and being stabbed and, and whatnot, so it's not, it's not quote-unquote, a kid's book, but I believe for the most part, you know, it, it has always been all ages, or <laughs> at the very least, most ages. But I, I do notice a difference, um, however it would be described from artwork in 1988 and artwork in uh, 2021. I much like the artwork in 1988, but the 2021 artwork is nowhere near running me off of the book either. I, I enjoy both different reasons. Okay, guys, uh, that I think is anything that I could possibly say that would have any, any merit at all. If you do want to uh, stick with it, the next episode I'll be looking at Volume 3, Issue Number 59, as the duel between uh, Nakamura and Katsuichi uh, becomes closer and closer to occurring. That book came out July 31st, 2002, so it'll be going on 20 years old by the time I sit down and talk about it. Talk to you guys next time.